Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. It's I hot, I raise my arms in triumph. Yes, oh. it is very hot. Okay, so you may not want to raise your arms too much in, in triumph. Yeah, that's right. You're sweating through your shirt. You'll yeah, release make... that stink into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make that uh, sound effect that's like a foghorn. <laughs> Yeah. Use... Yeah. Is that is that meant to be like a New York City garbage barge, or what is that sound supposed to mean when it's so about stinks? Probably a garbage barge. Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought of it that way, but it makes I sense. always thought of it as just like the old vaudeville sound for when somebody fucks up. Like, <laughs> like I could see that sound also being played in a non-stink situation if you like slipped on a banana peel or whatever, right? See- I think that would be more the sad trombone. I'm picturing, the sad is definitely but they're not very a close. They're very similar. That's I'm, true. I'm instantly picturing it though with like wah wah, and then there's maybe like a ding ding of a bell or like a seagull squawk. <laughs> no, now you're now you're just listening to a white noise machine. <laughs> oh yeah, my white noise machine for uh, old old maritime sounds. <laughs> yeah, your your white noise machine made by the Acme Corporation. Your playlist, your ASMR playlist for uh, you are waiting for your husband to come back from the sea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the uh, haunting whales of me crying. <laughs> with Intercut with the song Brandy. And mm, also yes. uh, Haunted Whale, like the animal. Mm-hmm. Is this a ghost whale or what's a haunted whale? Now, when you uh, say the, haunt- it, the whale is haunted, do you mean that the like a haunted house like if you went inside this whale it would be like monstro but it's a haunted house inside. yes now see i was gonna say that it's haunted because geppetto and pinocchio died in there no uh well that's true (laughs) and fine (laughs) when we did a cut last weekend when we all were in a cabin for my birthday Ooh, um, exciting a real life crossover event that everyone was waiting for yep uh, we didn't do anything for you guys, though. It was all for us. I um, did bring we... my mic, just in case we got a wild hair up our ass and decided to record. <laughs> Why would anyone ever be like, hey, we're having a great time at this, like, <laughs> idyllic setting in a cabin. What I want to do is sit down for two hours. Nearly and... all of our listeners were there, to be fair, yeah, Matt. Matt true. Have you ever seen stock photos of a diverse set of beautiful young people having fun? Because they sit down to record podcasts all the time. <laughs> yeah, but we're none of those things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but we were playing Quiplash, and one of the uh, the questions was a, a new idea for an escape room, and I put Monster the Whale, and it did not get the uh, claim that I think it deserved. Mm. That would be a good one. Yeah, if you had that as your theme, or Lord Jabu Jabu, or whatever, you're inside a creature. Yes. If that escape room became extremely popular... Because people were into it for vor reasons, would you be okay with that, or would oh, you absolutely. then not like it? Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. I mean, I, I, as long as people are jerking off in there, I could care less why they like it. Wait, okay. as long as they are jerking off in there, you could... <laughs> what? Why would I have said that? <laughs> it sounded like what you said! <laughs> yeah, but use context clues, Joe. Joe? Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. Falling apart so fast. I thought that you were some kind of sicko. <laughs> if I was going to make a room for people to jerk off in, I wouldn't call it an escape room. Mm, that's, well, that's not a bad idea, though. What would you call it, though? Hmm. Here's the problem, is that, like, in order to make this financially viable, you'd need to make that jerk-off room be just like, uh, one of those pod capsule hotels. 
like you wouldn't want to have space for many people in a room that is ostensibly for one person to jerk off in. Hmm. What if it was all tiled and had a big drain on the floor and you just fully tiled. hosed it down with scalding water between oh, every use? You're get cum in those grout. <laughs> yeah, that's what the scalding water is for, Jeff. Come on! No, wait. It's just make it a smooth metal wall. Yeah. I also feel like tile is not going to be the most erotic uh, <laughs> setting. Why for would you somebody make... wait, 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 Okay, wait, then it's wait, all wait, leather wait, walls. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Everyone wait. I was assuming that the business proposal behind this jerk-off room uh-huh. was Let's keep saying that it. we were going to make rooms that were catered to specific fetishes oh, so okay. that you could go there, because otherwise you would just jerk off at home, right? There's no reason to go to a special room. Yeah, there's right, no well, reason listen. to go to a restaurant either, Matt. You can just eat at home. <laughs> Listen, Matt, one of these rooms is going to be, like you said, for fantasy reasons, (laughs) alien autopsy themed. And it is going to be tiled and it is going to have a drain on the floor. That makes sense. If you have a, we could double dip and have it be a saw fetish room or we could wheel Mm -hmm. in this gurney with an alien corpse on it if you want that. That's right. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the worst idea we've ever had? You say predictively. Cannot fuck the alien corpse. This is Oh, that is so... That is on the door. That is on the release you sign. Yeah, no, it's actually the name of the business. You're being cucked by the alien queen from Aliens. <laughs> so you have to sit in the corner and jack off like a little worm. <laughs> like the little worm that you are. Wait, are is the alien corpse fucking another alien? What's... Yeah, this has too many moving parts now. Yeah, now we're like talking that. about actors. I don't like this. I just want props. Props you're yeah. not allowed to touch. The alien queen is not an actor. It is a prop. It's a big prop. So, <laughs> so we, have, a, we have an animatronic fucking alien queen. Is that where we're at right 100% now? 100% yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> no question in my mind. Okay. Can no, we I work guess. our earlier idea of Sea Captain ASMR into one of these rooms? Oh, I definitely. Think yes. Yes, okay, lighthouse good. room. So there we go. Ah, uh, welcome to You Can't Fuck the Alien. Um, I see that you've checked off the lighthouse room. Now, is that lighthouse the movie or lighthouse just the building? Yeah. No. Uh, please don't ha- ask about the alien if you haven't selected the alien room. <laughs> yeah. Cannot answer those questions. Because <laughs> listen, if we pull the if we pull the sheet off of this alien corpse, you'll find out it has the face of Willem Dafoe. And I just need to know if you want me to wheel that into the lighthouse room for you or not. Yeah. Yeah, the the person looks at you weirdly like, "Can you, you? I'm here at the erotic escape room place. You could assume it's Lighthouse the movie." <laughs> Listen, I've assumed that too many times, buddy. And then people get real freaked out. Now Jeff mentioned escape room again, even though this is our jerk off palace, right? So, but that's so, that's should, what people but, are going to call no, it. They're going to call it the erotic escape room. Should that be a mechanic of the room? There's a sixty minute timer on the wall, and you, you better need to be jerk done. Off a certain number if of you want to get out, yes. Uh, and then you have to start hunting around the room for new things to turn you on because you can't get aroused anymore by just this alien corpse. Oh, I found a series of numbers. 80085. There you go. <laughs> yep. This is, I said, was this our worst idea? I think this is our best idea now. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure by making it an escape room, it's even worse. It's worse than ever. Is this... I'm proud of us. Is this the prediction we've made that is most likely to come true. That's my question. Come true? No, come on. 
Come on. Too lazy. Too lazy. Uh, I believe this already exists somewhere, maybe San Francisco, where people have a lot of money and it's It's traditionally uh, a fetish area. Yes. So, yeah, I think it already exists. Yeah, I mean, they have those, like, themed hotel room, like, love hotels or whatever, right? Where Mm -hmm. it's like, you go to fuck in uh, the submarine from the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea or whatever. <laughs> we're very really? bad at coming up with erotic locations. That's the one we're going for? <laughs> well, Is that just okay. because we watched League of Extraordinary Gentlemen last weekend? <laughs> That's not the only reason why. Um, I don't know. What do you, like, I'm trying to imagine. Uh, the Garden of Eden. Is it for role play reasons? You're like, oh, I'm yeah, I think so. I'm the wealthy dowager countess, and so this is my <laughs> again Downton Abbey. Yeah, here we go. The ideas you're coming up with. <laughs> no, I like Downton Abbey jerk off room. I think that works. <laughs> Why? Why? Why don't we name our episodes after things we say during the episode? Fuck. This this could be the so start well. of a whole new era. Oh, oh, God. It won't be, though, because that would mean one of us remembering what we had said. No, yeah, we that's won't. true. I mean, Jeff writes these things down, but... Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think Downton Abbey Jerkoff Room is something that will stick in the mind. <laughs> All right, we'll you see. You would think so, but very often our fans will be like, Hey, haha, Downton Abbey Jerkoff Room, right? And I'm like, um... <laughs> Should I report this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this I'm, I'm calling every cop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> quick, quick... Uh, pop quiz, hot shot. Yep. What was the term we said was more beautiful in the English language than cellar door? <laughs> uh, shoot the Dumpy hostage. pumpkin? Yes, Jeff Reverend! Yes! Yeah. Hooray! Wasn't was there a spaghetti water slide one also? <laughs> yes, that was the summer, that was okay. the summer version. Okay. Yeah, it's summer now. Is that a genre of movie? Did we decide that as well? Ooh, I like this. Spaghetti water slide is like, what's that, um... What's that movie with Kristen Stewart about working at a like a fun park? Adventureland. Yeah, yeah Adventureland. Yeah. So That's a yeah, it's water slide. It's like if Sergio Leone made coming of age dramedies instead of westerns. Yeah, <laughs> those would be spaghetti water slides. Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, what'd you do this week? <laughs> uh, I yesterday because I didn't have anything better to do while I was cleaning up the house, I watched. The new movie, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Ooh, I'm going to watch oh, that tonight. too. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it more than I thought I did. A lot of people had compared it ahead of time to um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I think that comparison is extremely apt. Um, I found it very, uh, very, very off-putting that Chip and Dale's voices were not high-pitched, but were just normal human voices. Yeah, don't care for that. That, that is, like... What a bizarre choice to make. <laughs> I, the characters have basically two defining features, and you changed one of them. I mean, I get it. It's a lot of listening to pitched-up voices, but, like, Alfred and the Chipmunks did okay. Yeah, but are those movies good? Well, no, but I don't think this that this movie good? would have been less good with that high-pitched voice. And it's, like, it's not okay that their voices are just Andy Samberg's voice and that other guy's voice. John Mulaney. Yeah, John Mulaney's voice. I thought it was uh, interesting that their explanation for it, which they don't say explicitly, but, like, keep nudging at, is the chipmunk voices is just something they do as a bit for TV shows. Yes. That's... I mean, I often feel like when I watch comedy things and somebody 
uh, makes a joke that also makes it much easier for them to do their job without putting on a lot of makeup or whatever, that I'm like, I get it. I, like, I see what you're doing here, and it's not about being funny. It's about mm. you being too lazy to just do the thing that you know people want you to do. Yeah. Fair. <clears throat> uh, I, uh, I thought of it, I think, more like the DuckTales reboot, where the three mm. main ducks don't have that awful, god-awful Donald Duck voice and just sound like regular guys. <laughs> I have not watched that, and I don't know if that would have been a good like transition, a good cool down before I got into this movie. Um, but I just like who is it for if not for people who liked the original show? And if you like the original show, congratulations, you're getting almost nothing that was that that show had. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah fair. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh, the plot is really good, and they do a good job of making a genuine mystery uh, yeah. at times. That's good. Um, there's definitely at least a couple of twists where you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming, which is not something that you see a lot in, especially movies that are ostensibly for kids. I don't know if this is a kid's movie. They don't do anything that's like... Yeah. <clears throat> explicitly like sexual or extremely violent but there are some very disturbing themes for sure yeah i think that they they kid friendly it up in the same way that like who framed roger rabbit was like not technically not for kids yeah uh but yeah. you do need to understand about adultery for the plot to make any <laughs> exactly. sense at all yeah like this one you need to understand that sometimes uh actors become washed up and addicted to cheese well, listen, Monterey Jack was already addicted to cheese. That was the whole of his character on the show. Um, but I did like the fact that they made it into a more explicit drug reference than it already was. Uh, they, did they? It was weird. That was a new guy doing that voice, but they brought back Tress McNeil as the girl one. Yeah, well, Tress McNeil is the, every female cartoon voice for the last... 50 years <laughs> that's fair yeah did the other like, guy die perhaps i mean it's not out of the question nope Bo both voice actors are still alive uh peter cullen <laughs> okay. who also voiced optimus prime and jim cummings who voiced mm. several other characters in the movie oh all right weird including reprisals of previous roles <laughs> yeah like they're gonna put charles martinet in that Mario movie it makes me so angry. Uh, it probably it was probably just a matter of those other voice actors had too much going on, and Monterey Jack is a pretty small part in this, so they were just like, we don't want to we don't want to pay for one of these voice actors to be doing a major role when we could just have somebody do an impression of it, you know? Well, it was somebody Maybe. they they recast it as like somebody famous, more more famous than Jim Cummings anyway. <laughs> that, well, that's sure. hard. <laughs> But voice actors, I guess, my point is, are extremely prolific and do a lot of projects at once. Mm -hmm. It may just have been a scheduling thing. Oh, I've got to bring up the bell, and I'm not going to answer. It's ice cream man, ice cream man. <laughs> yep. yep. If it's true, Jeff, that you're getting people who are trying to find the notary who lives upstairs, why are they always uh, coming on Sunday mornings <laughs> to find a notary? Because that's uh, very weird. Because they're stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Anyway, I think it was pretty good. If you have Disney Plus, you can watch it for free, so that's good. Uh, it it does a little bit fall into the cliches of like uh, the origin story of people that you didn't need an origin story for. <laughs> um, but 
I don't know. It's at least self-aware enough to realize that that is a trope, uh, and they, if they don't, they don't really subvert it, but they at least hang a hat on it. So I guess that's the best we could hope for. Uh, it was interesting to see it as an update of the same concept as as a Who Framed Roger Rabbit type of world because it's a Disney movie. I would say the cameos from Disney characters are the least prominent of the cameos that are in the movie. Uh, they well, really try to establish that it's like, this is Toontown, where all the Toons live as people now. Yeah, there are some... I better Jeez, go answer please. that. Okay, yeah. Something <laughs> bad is happening. <clears throat> yeah, I can't really talk about the movie yet, because I haven't seen it, although I want to. Yes, I was surprised that it's not just Toontown, as Jeff just said, mm. but there's also... Uh, claymation characters and uh, at least one sock puppet. That's um, interesting. That are just people in the world, which is pretty cool. The thing that's fucked that will fuck you up is that there are cartoon characters in the world uh, who are just people but animated. Mm, like mm-hmm. they I have t- heard that they are the same scale as the as the humans and like drawn in a semi realistic. St- Disney style, mm-hmm. uh, and that's very weird. <laughs> Guys, it was for me. It was Amazon. Oh, oh. Yeah. okay. Yeah, something Did great. You get the girdle of Hippolyta. <laughs> yep. Uh, get him. Get his get ass. It. Amazon. Yep. No, it was Wonder Woman. I paid her to come over and punch me in the face. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm bleeding very badly. Oh, <laughs> uh, was this your jerk offer? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! Did we say that before the show started? Or no, <laughs> no, it was on the show. Okay, no, we talked. We absolutely talked about jerk off rooms on the show. Don't worry. <laughs> I bet people would pay for a jerk off room where uh, female superheroes beat you up. Is that a yeah. jerk off room anymore? That's, that's no, a- it's not. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. it involves the uh, participation of other people or the ability to touch objects, it's a different thing. You have to be suspended in the air from wires like uh, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. I think exactly. you could have a video of Wonder Woman spitting on you and then like a Ooh. Disneyland special effects where a little water sprays on you when that happens. Yeah, all right. That would still, it would still I, qualify. But you do have to wear 3D glasses to really get the effect. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of, that was my absolute favorite joke uh, in stupid Don't Chip and Dale Rescue too much. I won't say too much, but there is a joke related to 3D, and it I laughed out loud at it. I don't remember what joke you're talking about, but that's okay. fine. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about it later. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, this week, because we went to a cabin last weekend, I had the opportunity to plan meals for a lot of people, which I never get to do, which mm. is very exciting. So... <laughs> I want to say I really enjoyed making tacos that one night. Mm-hmm. I brought yeah. all the stuff to make carnitas, which are, it's pork shoulder that's been um, uh, stewed or braised, and then you fry it, so you reduce all the juices, and then all the fat comes out, it gets it crispy. So I had it braised ahead of time, brought it, and then we just fried it there, and we had all the fixins, and everyone was Jeff was heating up uh, tortillas, and our friend Leah was cutting out vegetables. It was great. Oh, I ate, like, ten of them. It was <laughs> insanely good. Yeah. Jeff often oh, hurts himself wonderful. with food, but this time it was because the food was good. Mm, usually. <laughs> usually it's because the food is there. <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, we, all, that, don't that, we all do that? There's a type of good. <laughs> yeah, love um, the one you're with. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the tacos were extremely good. I don't know what oh, thank you. to say about it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just, uh, like, um, planning something and deciding. I think I really like finding the right type of thing for a given situation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you need to watch a movie, like, being able to pick just the right movie. Oh, this this is the type of movie that would please everyone who's watching, and it'll, it's the right time length, and everything, all those things. Yeah. Knowing what kind of food I really wanted to make, and that it would be able to travel and be put together last minute. That was very good. I enjoyed that very um, much. I thought you were going to say that you would like to be able to pick the perfect food pairings to go with watching any movie, which is something <laughs> I've often dreamed about. Like, Yeah, of course. How is that not a thing that you was- could go to... Isn't uh, that what but, Alamo Drafthouse does? Wasn't that a TBS know. show? Dinner and a oh, movie? Oh, Dinner and a Movie? Yeah. yeah. But, they but, did ridiculous things. Yeah, they were trying to be funny more than they were trying to come up with an actually good pairing of food to movies. Yeah. They made yeah. a breakfast club sandwich. It was just a club sandwich with an egg on it. And it's like, that's nothing. <laughs> and honestly, Louisa, that's probably one of the best ones they did. <laughs> A lot of them were not even connected that well to the movie. I remember they made, they watched, I think it was Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and they made something, don't remember what, with Sauce Mornay, which is a white sauce, just because Rebecca de Mornay is the star of that movie. I was going to say that they should have made Ham That Rocks the Bagel. (laughs) Now we're getting into just Bob's Burgers uh, (laughs) burger recipes. (laughs) Uh, but no, I think you're right. It would be a lot of fun to do. I think Alamo Draft has, does that, but that's fine. Who cares? I Like, I know they do um, I, Spaghetti Night, Spaghetti Westerns. Yes, I've I've seen a couple of things about Alamo Draft House where they will have, like, um, snack pairings with stuff sometimes, but it does seem like a fairly tenuous connection, and mm-hmm. um, it's just, like, snacks. It's not, like, a full meal. I want to yeah. go to a movie... And at the moment when the characters are eating something, that thing is brought out to me and I can eat along with the characters. That's what I want. But that's going to be hard to structure it as a meal, because movies aren't really made to work that way. Yeah, I know. It's hard. That's why it's <laughs> impressive. Like, if you had a Grand Budapest Hotel and you had people eat, uh, I forget what they named them. They were not Le Religieux, although that's yeah. the real name. Little yes. Nuns, which is a type of pastry. They gave them some other name. But yeah. you would just be eating those, basically, in the movie. I think that's the only food they show you. Mm. What's that thing with Iron Man where you try to eat a cheeseburger every time he eats a cheeseburger? <laughs> it's, you try to eat and drink everything he eats and drinks, and I think that the one time I sat through it and counted, uh, he does eat four Whoppers. Damn, goddamn. In in the car ride back to, like, the... the like, back from being kidnapped. Because we mm. see him, uh, we see him eating one. And then we see him unwrapping another one, then we see him taking another one out of the bag, and then when he gets to the press conference, I believe he takes a fourth one out of the bag. Hmm. But obviously it was just like a continuity thing where, you know, different takes, different burgers, but Mm -hmm. hey, bad continuity means we gotta eat a lot of Whoppers. (laughs) The fact that a Whopper, like, two minutes after they hand it to you is disgusting. Like, the thought of them sitting there so you can wait and eat them at the right time is horrible (laughs) to me. Yeah. Well, luckily you have to eat a lot of peyote at the beginning of the movie, because that's (laughs) implied, right? Does peyote make you hungry? I don't actually know. Yeah, I don't know either. Mm, Well, I know lots of things, just not that one. Mm-hmm. Well, so 
the movie we watched on your birthday weekend, not yes. that night, but the night before, I think, was yes. um, uh, Lee Extraordinary Extraordinary Gentleman. What kind of food pairings would you put with any of that movie? Uh, man, you'd have to have a lot of courses, right? I guess so. Because of all of the gentlemen? Yes. You'd have, uh, your your appetizer would be a cube of clear jello. <laughs> Why? Explain. Invisible, Invisible man. man. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, I thought you were going to go by um, location of the movie. It starts out in a gentleman's club in somewhere in Kenya, I think. So yeah. you would you have, you know, whiskey, as they were drinking, and a amuse-bouche of something native to that part of Africa? Mm-hmm. If I could name a native dish to that part of Africa, then yes, definitely. I know there's a lot of roasted pumpkins in that part mm-hmm. of Africa. You'd have something with pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I like the idea of coming up with foods for all of the extraordinary gentlemen instead. Uh, eat them as, gis- they, as they show up on screen. Gispacho soup to be blood for uh, the for Mina, the vampire lady. Mina Harker. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> gispacho soup, that's not close enough. It's red. What about a blood soup? They make those. Yeah, but, yeah, but I want to enjoy eating it. <laughs> Oh, no, Matt, this is not... You're not going to enjoy watching the movie, so you don't get to enjoy eating the food. <laughs> See, Jeff, you keep on saying that this is the worst movie or whatever, but I think it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> no, I was genuinely surprised uh, at how not that bad it was. Maybe yeah. movies have just gotten worse in the past 20 yes, years. <laughs> I genuinely think that that's it. Like, I, it is actually refreshing to be watching a movie that's about basically superheroes but not following the marvel superhero movie formula that every movie does now like See, yeah. because this was before those there isn't uh like okay it's the second act now it's time to introduce the real villain and it's the third act and now the the two heroes meet and they have to fight each other before they respect each other or whatever like there's a little bit of that, but it's all over the map in terms of when it happens, and like, mm. they don't... The thing about Marvel superhero movies is that they always try to make you like the hero, even though they've done so much bad stuff, and they just don't bother in this movie. <laughs> you still hate all of the extraordinary gentlemen. They all suck. I found the dialogue was so bad that it really oh, interfered yes. with my enjoyment, because it's like, let's have an action sequence, and then someone can be like, haha, quip. And the other person will be like, oh yeah, and quip, quip, quip. Like, who yeah. cares? This is nothing. No, that's great. It's so much better, though, than the Joss Whedon version of that, where you're like, yeah. quip, and then immediately afterwards, like, ha, can you believe how corny it is that I just said a quip? Like, you wrote that. You just, th- No, you can't do that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, uh, I caught, like, a, it was one of those YouTube shorts where they show you, like, hey, do you want to watch this 10-second video while you're looking for something to watch over dinner? Uh, and I clicked on it because I'm a sucker. Uh, and there was, a, there was. <laughs> and you... So now you're trying to sell some leggings. Yeah. Long story short. <laughs> no, it was. I got fooled, uh, much like the uh, venerated newspaper magnate J. Jonah Jameson, by a picture mm-hmm. of Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, but they showed that like there's that part in Infinity War where Spider-Man is like going to space, and Iron Man's like, "No, you have to go be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man." And he says, I can't be friendly neighborhood Spider-Man if there's no neighborhood to save. And that's just kind of like a nice line. And then there was very clearly like a reshoot 
where it cuts away from him and then cuts back to him and he says well, that doesn't make any sense but come on you know what i mean but like no it did make sense though yeah <laughs> Uh, and I've been thinking about that like all day. I'm like, I like that movie, but yeah, that sucks. Why did they undercut that that little bit of nice melodrama? Yeah, I I have in general been extremely exhausted with the recent trend of comedy of people being like, here's a line, haha, that line was pretty bad, huh, guys? Like, fucking stop it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, it it is so. It is the pinnacle of, like, smugness mm-hmm. of, like, oh, I wrote this line and then I wrote a line making fun of the line I wrote because it's it's all a game to me, the screenwriter. Like, fuck off. <laughs> I remember reading a good article about The Simpsons <laughs> back when mm. it started, had just started to turn, <laughs> and they decided they were going to have Comic Book Guy appear all the time and say, like, oh, not as good as season three. And yeah. this article is like, you can do whatever you want. What you can't do is do whatever you want, then have a character saying, but you can't criticize me for it. You don't get to have that, too. Yes. And that's the thing. Yeah, you don't get to make a, a corny line and have someone be like, but you can't make fun of me for the corny line. Yeah. yeah I know that I often call out specific ads on specific podcasts that I listen to that's not relatable to our audience at all, but <laughs> I'm going to do that now. Uh, this most recent Max Fun Drive, one of the ads that they had was people being like and stay tuned for all the juicy details and then immediately afterwards someone being like why would you call details juicy that's a weird adjective fuck off <laughs> like you yeah if you want to so not say that today. oh my god jeff <laughs> fight that amazon <laughs> we'll go look hold on uh how do you defeat them you have to steal their girdle right mm, i mean Depends on the mythos, I suppose. Yeah, They're does. a lot like vampires in that way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jeff's inviting one in right now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jeff is getting some thank yous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How'd that go, Jeff? Oh, still not here. He's being. He's still being thanked. <laughs> is it Amazon again? I'm very curious. It sounded like two people's voices, although maybe one of them was Jeff. Yeah, I think uh, one no, of them it was. Jeff. It was the uh, couple who lives in the other apartment looking for the. Amazon box that the Amazon guy also foisted upon me in addition to the package he was delivering oh. to me. Oh, they were man. banging on the walls. Hey, you podcasted in there. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it down. We're trying to, I don't know. Listen jerk to off. We're opinion. trying to jerk off in here. Oh, God. <laughs> this is our special jerk off room. <laughs> yeah. We don't even live here. We just rent this room to come jerk off in it. <laughs> oh, that's gotta be one of our fetish jerk off rooms is a room where the neighbors continue jerking off. <laughs> Where the neighbor's banging on the wall. Stop that! What are you doing? Yep. Stop it! <laughs> oh, man. The neighbors are a nun and a priest. Mm. You're, yeah. going, you're going to hell sure. for this. How do you convey that within the confines of the jerk-off room, though, is the question. You have them say you just things have a voice like, recording. you're going to hell for this. Yeah. Does that make them automatically a nun? I'm a nun, they also say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they the, I'm a they nun. have Italian accents. listening to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I'm oh, so intrigued man. by this forbidden fruit, much like Adam <laughs> and Eve were in the Garden of Eden. That's Another jerk-off room available. <laughs> yep. I do like this, uh, like, native advertising for our other jerk-off rooms in these jerk-off rooms. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. If only I could go visit the Garden of Eden and jerk-off in it. Yeah, and then in the jerk-off room, uh, in the Garden of Eden jerk-off room, as you wander around, there are clues that maybe... 
uh, humans were created by aliens. Mm, <laughs> it's like, check mm. out our uh, alien jerk-off room. But That sounds more like a Prometheus jerk-off room. Oh, okay. I like this. <laughs> uh, I didn't. It was not very good. <laughs> Who would have thought that the reason our jerk-off room gets shut down is not for moral reasons, but because of copyright violations? <laughs> yeah, because... Of- of who? Prometheus? <laughs> yeah, what's one the of the movie people involved with Prometheus? Oh, the movie! I thought you meant the, oh, okay. the mythological character. Oh, the premise of that movie is like, oh, maybe people were made by the same aliens as the alien from Alien. Yes, but also Prometheus, the mythological character, did assist with the creation of humanity, so you can see my confusion. Yeah, he taught them how to jerk off and then got punished for it. <laughs> I mean, that would be the premise of our jerk-off room, yes. <laughs> Jerkoff instructions from Prometheus. You have 60 minutes until the eagle comes back. <laughs> you better get going. <laughs> oh, okay. I was thinking you were you were in some way your jerking off was akin to stealing fire, where you had okay. to like, sneak around and jerk off. Yeah, it is. Okay, only, yeah, I can see only that. the gods but, are allowed to feel sexual pleasure, but Prometheus brought that to humanity. My no, mind but, immediately went to the part where he's chained to a rock as being the sexual part. Oh well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the obvious answer. <laughs> Um, now, Louisa, would it violate your rule of not having any inter- interactions with, like, human beings, mm-hmm. uh, if there was, a like, a camera in the room, and any time the camera spotted you jerking off, it, like, electrocuted you or something? I think that would be okay, because you wouldn't really have to have someone involved. Like, the and camera could be doing it. I mean, the camera can't- I don't know that artificial intelligence is advanced enough yet right. to, uh notice the difference between you just standing still and you jerking off. Yeah, but you don't have to incorporate that into your fiction as someone who's uh, in there. Yeah, what if it so just you're... zaps you occasionally? Well, <laughs> if, it, if it zaps you when you're not jerking off, then that ruins it, though. You see how that is. Yeah, made. but why are you going to go to the jerk-off room and not jerk off? <laughs> I'm saying that the jerk-off room's premise is that you can't be caught jerking off, so you have to, like stealthily do mm-hmm. it or like stop doing it whenever the camera's looking at you. Well, if we can't get the camera to detect jerking off then we just make it zap them occasionally. It's fine. <laughs> so that then we have to convince them that they were thinking about jerking off and that's, that's the thing. The yeah, them. that works perfectly. That's how all of this uh, shamer and sex works, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh no, God th- knew that I was thinking about doing this and that's why I got punished. Yeah, I guess. Now we're getting a mind into... reader. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the fortune teller themed jerk off room at this point. Mm-hmm. We know that you're going to be jerking off. What are we uh, about? Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh, God, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, you're I... getting so many packages on visits. You're yeah, the toast of the town. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have been um, trying to. Well, a couple things. Actually, let's talk. Let me. T- I'll talk about this. I'm almost done with uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus because ah. I uh, Pokemon Home update just hit, so you can import and export Pokemon from uh, oh. the two most recent sets of Switch games, uh, the hmm. Diamond and Pearl remakes and Legends Arceus. Okay. Um, so instead oh, of having... not even like Sword and Shield. No, that was already in there. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Sword and Shield and Let's Go Pikachu are already available in that one. I thought you were saying you couldn't import into Arceus the the things from older games, but now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Home is kind of like a big 
tank that you can put all your Pokemon in, and then they can export to various games depending on what those games are compatible with. It was genuinely genius that they made that cost like $2 a year or whatever, because I think I signed up for it when it first started, and I just... I just keep paying for it, because why not? <laughs> yeah, Pokemon yeah. Pokemon Bank, I think, recently shut down. That was the 3DS version, or I don't... It's, yeah. like, in the process of shutting down. Uh, but, yeah, Pokemon Home was, like, barely more expensive, and you could trade Pokemon from your phone. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, but with that, instead of having to figure out where the hell Cheruby was, I would just put some Cherubies in the game and uh, raise them to finish their Pokedex entries. Mm. Mark. I don't think Cherubi is supposed to be a hard-to-find Pokemon in this game, but I was wandering around for like two hours throwing Eevee at a tree and could not get a goddamn Cherubi to spawn. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple, but it was very hard, you're right. I think one of the reasons I kind of bounced off that game is because uh, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on that you could only figure out if you were reading a guide. Because it's mm. just like, there's no indication for, like, why is Ponyta here? Why is this? It's not like, oh, I need to find, you know, whatever, Graveler, so I need to go to the mountains. I guess that is kind of what happens with Graveler. But a lot of them just seem to be randomly in sp- in places, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think probably it's a thankless task trying to figure out which of the sort of regular biomes a horse that's on fire would belong in. Mm-hmm. Planes make sense because that's where a <laughs> horse not. goes, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, it's a very small plains, and it's like all around a lake, um, which I guess makes sense because I don't know. Do fire horses need to drink? Water? They, they, you can lead a fire horse to water, but you can't make them <laughs> drink. Uh, <laughs> they, well, I mean, it makes sense that they would not have escaped to the volcano area because how are they going to get through that water? They can't it's a lake, migrate. It's not a river. It's not a. It's not a barrier. You go around it. Mm, for them, oh, it's the, a barrier. The volcano's on an island, though, so they would have to get there. Yeah, horses are very stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that's they, true. Horses famously can't swim to islands. That's what all of the Chincoteague, Misty, and Chincoteague <laughs> books are about. A horse that's on a, a on fire absolutely can't swim to an. Yeah, island. I was gonna say you would extinguish that horse, though. Then what? They keep their heads above the water. Then it's just pony. <laughs> oh no, the worst thing in the world A regular pony <laughs> No ta at all They just need to turn into that unicorn version That's not on fire And then they can swim wherever <sighs> now all that I... the, Is that the best regional variant? No, I of think... course not The coughing regional variant where the top hat is But <laughs> it's a pretty close one Yes, I loved that fancy uh, Rapidash, and I had one in my party the whole time, and when it did all its moves, it would toss its beautiful mane around. I love <laughs> it. Uh, I really like uh, Doug Trio with wigs on. I think that's yes. delightfully oh, stupid. Uh, <laughs> Golem with a big railgun magnet on its back. I uh, remember that one. That's but... from Alola. Uh, I think it's rocket or electric and rock type. What does a railgun have to do with Hawaii? I have no idea, but, like, you know, they went with magnets because of the, I don't know, magnetic volcano rocks or whatever. And so, in yeah. order for it to be a monster that hurts you, its its magnet weapon is a thing that launches rocks at you with a magnet. I like that colorful Slimer they had. Grimer? It does. Gr- Grimer, yes. <laughs> I, wish, I wish Eating Slimer hot dogs. was a Pokemon. <laughs> it does just... Genuinely depower that 
Graveler or whatever you just said that the Railgun <laughs> one, uh, because all of the other rock type Pokemon can launch rocks without needing magnets. They just do it <laughs> with magic. Yeah, I assume that normal Golem just picks him up with its arms and chucks him. But what if he's reading a nice book and wants to shoot rocks at people? <laughs> but it's not that he's picking them up and chucking them. A lot of the time he just points at people and then rocks hit them. Yeah, the uh, the Pokemon world has never been, like, sensical. Like, the game, yeah. the game mechanics do not match the... Uh, the lore, I guess you'd say. Uh, I was a little bit confused in the RCS game that some of the regional variants, they weren't, like, announced ahead of time in any place I saw anyway, so I didn't know about them. So, like, there's a new uh, Sneasel, and I didn't even realize it looked any different from the old Sneasel, because it had the same name, but then I, when I looked them up, they looked totally different. I was like, oh yeah, I guess so. Have they announced any of the regional variants for the next one that's coming yet? Because that, that's the thing that excited me about Sword and Shield. I've uh, seen some fake ones that were debunked, but that's it. I, I've seen some supposed leaks, but I haven't looked into whether they are real or not. Yeah. And I have not been following it. Have they confirmed yet that it's set in South America? I believe no. it's set on the Iberian Peninsula. That's what oh. game journalists are saying. I have not seen confirmation of where they are saying that from. Yeah. But they're all saying it now. Everyone's saying this. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't think that they've confirmed anything. The one I saw was like an oddish that looks like a pineapple. Yes, I saw that too. Got it. That's true. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> it would be nice. <sighs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, anyway. I mean, that wouldn't be native mm-hmm. to the Iberian Peninsula, but... Yeah, that's yeah, what I was trying but to think about. Kiss is an American band, and they still did that zigzagoon that looks like Kiss. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say... they had that for... famous song, We're an American Band. <laughs> uh, for the Galarian region, they had that um, uh, thing... What was it? Cottony? The one that looks like a uh, cotton uh, flower? A puff? A little mm. cotton puff? That's not a native plant to uh, England at all. The uh, Giles? No, the, yeah, they, they love the sheep. cotton in England. The sheep, right? No, cottony. Well, cottony was uh, from earlier. Was well, cottony one... in Galar? Uh, there's one they introduced oh, for Sword right. and Shield that was a little cotton puff. I don't remember its name. I guess I'm getting confused with another one that's a cotton puff. Yeah. Um, but it should have been like flax if it was going to be for the British Isles, because that's what they had to use in the medieval times before they had cotton. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they love cotton in England now. <laughs> I mean, El- Eldegoss? Yes, that's the yeah. one. Okay, I see oh, it. I see guy. it now. Yeah, that, that, that's weird, because there's already Cottony and Whismer, yeah. which are were introduced in the America one, because that's where okay, Europe we, got cotton from. <laughs> we, can't, we can't start going into the fact that there are so many fucking overlapping Pokemon, <laughs> because it's yeah. insane. Yeah, but the fact that there's like four egg Pokemon is crazy. Mm, love those guys, though. <laughs> uh, so all I'm saying is pineapple doesn't make any sense for Spain, Portugal, uh, North Africa, but it might still be. But it would make sense for South America. Come on, guys. True, and but probably not. Finally, what did uh, what nope. is the show about? What? So <laughs> ah, we... you did it. <laughs> On this show, we talk. We go to the WikiHow um, suggested articles page, and we mm-hmm. put in a random word so that we can see the articles that people have requested related to that word. 
And today's random word was reference. Mmm, we love to make references. Yep. And the first item, on, the first requested article on this list is very relevant to what we were just talking about. And also, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever, which is to say, uh, how to reference pop culture in Pokemon. Hmm. Hmm. They kind what? of don't. Like, Jeff's example of the uh, badger that looks very much like a member of KISS is maybe the most specific pop culture reference I can think of. There's probably pop culture references to things that are Japanese culture specific and we mm. just don't get it, right? That's true. Yes, Almost definitely. definitely. Like, there were, I remember the whole thing about um, uh, whatever the fuck that creepy ice queen Pokemon was that she was like supposed to be a Harajuku girl. Is that right? Is that the one? Is that the one? Jinx? What's this? Are you talking about Jinx somehow? No, I'm talking about is it Frostlass? The one that's like everyone was like, oh, this is like this is like a minstrel thing. No, no, that's that's Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. Is that Jinx? Okay. But she turned out to be some kind of mountain hag. But they (laughs) did still change her to be purple because it was not a good look. Yeah, it's definitely not a good look. But um, even like Gothitel looks like a lollygoth cosplay. What do they call that? They have a different word, not cosplay. But Uh, you know, yeah, I I don't dressing up like a lollygoth. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. I think that that is uh, poorly named, but ultimately fine. I'm still okay. I still don't understand though. This question is. How to reference pop culture in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Is this somebody who makes Pokemon games asking this question? Because mm-hmm. who else is this for? Yeah, maybe they're writing fan fiction. And they're oh. like, I really want to mention Neopets because I'm a jackass, but how can I do it the right way? That's not pop culture, though. You, you'd have to be <laughs> the like, The people really who wanna, write fan fiction I think it write is. The, I want to write a Pokemon story about <laughs> Ariana Grande catching all of the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? I don't... Yeah. I don't think that there needs to like it needs to be extremely mainstream to be considered pop culture yeah, yeah. but neopets is not popular nor is it culture <laughs> it's I popular will, enough for yeah. fan fiction to be all Isn't about it a scientology it? thing didn't it come out that that was a scientology thing i think it got bought by uh russian oligarchs and maybe had something mm. to do with scientology weird i don't know uh, anyway, I, uh, there are, you know, there's plenty of pop culture references in Pokemon. Yeah, like that ice cream Pokemon? What's more popular in culture than ice cream? <laughs> That's right? true. That's very true. <laughs> there was a, um, when you leave your house in the beginning of the first one, the movie that's playing on TV is Stand By Me. Oh, like it's okay. it's very clearly a description. Like you're, there's a movie playing about four kids walking down a railroad track. Guess I better get going too. Oh no! One of them has a leech on his dick. Say, and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know this is this game. No, oh, no. One of them, one of them was abused by his parents into being a child actor. Ah, <laughs> like you, you have to put Pokemon down for a little bit while you get sad. Yeah. <laughs> Could this be one of our jerk off rooms where you're going to find a dead body but you never do? Mm. I think you yeah. have to find the dead body. No, your <laughs> friend keeps being room. like, yeah, but I will see the dead body, but it goes to a different high school in Canada. <laughs> Maybe it's your reward for successfully jerking off, is that a dead body mm. comes out of the wall. <sighs> I don't like this anymore. Not, <laughs> not an actual <laughs> dead body. Come on, guys. Grow up. I don't like that as a reward, though, either. The idea of it. <laughs> well, someone would like it. That's the it's unfortunately thing. true. Actually, someone would like it would be a good name for this business. 
Yeah, we're immune to criticism now. You think this is horrible and morally reprehensible? Well, someone would like it. Yeah. And if someone likes it, that means you can't criticize it. Exactly. Uh, You made it sound like you were going to bring up another one of the questions on this list. Cool. I was trying to find one that's not unbearably boring on this list. My how eyes are ref- around. I really like how to reference face painting pictures for practice. Ooh. So, I guess I've never really thought about it. I've always just assumed that people get into face painting by just being like, mm, I kind of know what Spider-Man looks like. Done. Uh-huh. Are there people out there who are like, I need to learn the whatever the mother sauce's equivalent of face painting is? I believe that would be white paint. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I what? think you're right. The mother clown sauce, white. yeah, the mother sauce of of face painting is clown white for sure. No, I don't think so. You mean because it's like a no, 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 no. I'm saying like there are six face painting things that you need to master before you can be considered. All a right, face number painter. one, Spider Man. Okay, number two, uh, zombie makeup. Okay, <laughs> do kids ask for that one a lot? Yeah. What about that turtle kid? He likes turtles. Uh, half of your face being a tiger or cat. Yes, very good. Uh, is it uh, always just half of your face being whatever it is? Uh, I think you may be yeah, I don't of think the I've Phantom seen that of the even. Opera, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a unicorn, except it's not actually any type of horse face. It's just like some airbrushed pinks and blues. Mm-hmm. Just some bullshit like fairy swirls. Seems yeah. like a pretty popular Batman one. mask. <laughs> What mask? Batman. Oh, yes. Uh, but also it has the Batman logo on your forehead. <laughs> Just so that people will know what your what it is. Yeah, like mass-produced 70s Halloween costumes, or it's just like yep. a trash bag with the Spider-Man logo on it. Yep. And of course, number ten, uh, Scary Clown. Ten of six. <laughs> yep. No, we didn't. I, I didn't keep count anyway, so it doesn't matter what number that was. Fair. I don't understand anyone asking about art in this way, because how do you reference pictures to do an art? You look up the pictures and look at them while you're doing it. Like, if you know what to call it, you know everything you need to know. Does it mean, like, how do I find pictures to reference? Maybe, but that yeah, will maybe. not help you on WikiHow. Yeah, because... I, I find this often is the case when I'm doing my, like, projects that involve electrical engineering of, like, I want to do something, I want to make something because it doesn't exist already, uh, but then mm-hmm. when I need help with it, I can't ask for help with it because it doesn't exist already. You yeah. know what I mean? It is so frustrating to know there's, like, in architecture, there's part of a window. Like, you know what it is. You mm. don't know what its name is. There is no way to look that up. And it drives me crazy all the time. Yep. <sighs> yeah, there's... I feel like there's a big gap in the way data searching works in the modern age. Yeah. And if somebody could crack it, they would become a billionaire. Well, it used to be better, but now it's so um, capitalism-driven that if you're like, I want to look up art references for someone wearing a sweater, that your first ten results are sites trying to sell you a fucking sweater, which is clearly what, not what you asked for. Yeah. Ugh. But what if I want to then buy the sweater that I'm wearing? Yeah, the problem is that this sweater <laughs> looks so fucking good, though. Yeah. See? 
Oh, like, man. what if I what if I just bought a really chunky like fisherman sweater and wore it all the time, and then took pictures of myself and used <laughs> those as reference? Yeah, I could start some kind of type of escape room about this. <laughs> some type of perverts escape room for sickos. <laughs> what about calling our business Captain Perverts Escape Rooms for sickos? For sickos, Captain Perverts Escape Rooms for sickos works really well. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel it. like. I feel like having it be Captain Perverts really makes you trust it more, you know? Yeah, and he's a sea captain, he's not like a superhero captain. It makes me trust it less, but that's part of it for me. Oh, uh, okay. Is, would Professor Sicka, wait, Professor Perverts, uh... Escape rooms for sickos. No, I like the swap. Professor Sicko's escape room for perverts. I think works even better. Yeah, Yeah, that is pretty good. You expect a professor to be a pervert or a sicko? Oh, that's true. Who? Doctor Doctor Sicko's escape room for perverts? Absolutely not. Yeah, that's the most expected pervert class of people. I think Uh, Duke Sicko's. No, mm. Duke is also Duke a pervert. Duke Sicko is just a Star Wars character. <laughs> 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 you activated Jeff's Pleasure Center. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, winner of the Bunta Eve Classic, Duke Sicko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of questions here about how to do your bibliography for your school report, basically. Oh, that's tough, yeah. I will say, as an English teacher, I don't care. Do whatever. (laughs) No, you can't say that. English teachers always care. Just don't Mm -hmm. cheat. (laughs) I like the the version of it where you put in, like, the name of the website and then a hyperlink to the article because the teacher's going to get a printed out version of this. They're never going to fucking type in that hyperlink. (laughs) (laughs) That is very good, yeah. The it's fact great. that I, I got away with whatever shit you want. Sorry. I got away with so much shit in school, being like, "Oh, I did the homework, but it's back in my locker. I forgot it. Um, do you want me to?" The teacher would always be like, "It's fine. You can give it to me tomorrow." I'm like, "Yes, mm-hmm. I didn't do it yet. Perfect." You, nowadays, you'd be like, I, "Oh, I did the homework, but it's buffering on my <laughs> pad." Yeah, my so. computer exploded. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the dog <laughs> ate my computer. Mm-hmm. Now it's a cyber dog. <laughs> That's how it works. Yep. Just like in Superman 3, the documentary Superman 3. I know we've already talked about it, but how to reference pop culture in Pokemon is still fucking wrong, <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you have to wonder what the use case is for It's this. gotta be, like, I know it's not, but the only thing that makes sense is that the person who wrote this question is the creator of the video game Pokemon. <laughs> What, what if they're just incredibly bad at using any type of search engine as evidenced by the fact that they've gone to WikiHow for this? Ooh, good call. So what, what they're trying to do is figure out what the pop culture references are in Pokemon, because they're just a kid and they don't know. Yeah, like, right, well, This exactly. is solvable, because I'm just going to Google pop culture. Yeah, I already did that. That's where I was. I, there, okay. good? Uh, I didn't find anything good, no. Oh, damn it. I was going to make it into a game. Oh, okay. No, I didn't read through it, so you can make it into a game. The trouble is, I think, for things like this wheezing that we love so much, who looks like a uh, political cartoon of a 19th century uh, fat cat, who who plays Pokemon is going to get that reference and put it on the internet? Uh, You vastly uh, underestimate how many people play Pokemon and how obsessively they update (laughs) Bulbapedia. 
I do underestimate, because when you try to look stuff up, people are always like, this, uh, two people falling in love, is a reference to this anime. And you're like, fucking everyone online is 12 years old. It is not. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Sometimes the, uh, what you call it, the Bulbapedia stuff is like, uh, Pidgey is a reference to the animal, the pigeon. Cool. Yeah, uh, okay, thanks. here's a good question for you. <laughs> Uh, in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, there are two master scientists that use the Zubat and Golbat as their main um, uh, Pokemon. Pokemon to fight against. Uh, those two characters' names are a pop culture reference. What are those two characters' names? Oh think? no! Professors, did you say? Uh, master scientists. Damn it, because the professors all have tree names. Yep. This is one I... of the ones I saw, so I'm going to let Louisa play. Oh, damn, damn it! it. See, the only thing I know is in Sun and Moon, there were two trainers you fight in the post-game who are just out in the field. They're like, yeah, we're teaming up. We're going to fight you. And their names are Frank and Sylvester. That's pretty And that is clearly (laughs) Frank and Sylvester Stallone. Those brothers is a reference to them. Well, you're on the right track here. Damn it. In Um, in that it is two men. I feel like these two men are a similar caliber of uh, performer to Sylvester and Frank Stallone. I think one of them is. Ah, I'll never get it! Uh, Their names are Adam West and Michael Keaton, because they Ah. use bats and they're Batman. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. (laughs) I always Uh, name my bat Pokemon after Batman characters or actors. I still think the idea that you would name your Pokemon... Uh, things other than their Pokemon name is absolutely insane to me. Yeah, I well, need my starter because I love my starter. I do not love any of the other ones. I didn't. I tried to do this a little bit in Legends Arceus, but because so much of that game is like you just gotta catch a lot of Pokemon, and there's not yeah. really that many battles. I eventually had to not do that. Yeah, there's almost no point in training up or caring about your Pokemon in that game. Yeah. I or did. any of the Pokemon games is what I found. <laughs> I will usually only catch like one of each in a normal Pokemon game, but this one encouraged you to catch tens of each. Gotta catch them all. Yep. Gotta catch all of them multiple times. <laughs> Wait a second. In one, one of these things is in Pokemon X and Y, uh, somebody mentions that there's a play of Beauty and the Beast going on in town, and that the beast is played by a Pokemon. Whoa. That's... Does it say what type of Pokemon? It doesn't say what kind oh, of Pokemon. Man. Oh my god, this opens up a whole a whole new world. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna open up a hole when that Pokemon... <laughs> no, no, Jeff. I can't believe you didn't do the thing that I was trying to get out of, a reference to another Disney movie with a whole new world. Yep. Instead, you just went back to the jerk-off. <laughs> of course. I live what? there. Type of Pokemon would you cast? I think I would cast, and I don't remember its name now, of course, that Fire Cat starter. The most advanced one as a wrestler. Yes. I think that would be a good beast for Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I'm gonna go with Beedrill. <laughs> uh, mm, so pointy. I would yeah, cast... He's a, he's a beast of a different type. Hisuian Zoroark. Yeah, I can see it. Because it's so beastly looking. Is that the one that looks like it has overalls on? I like that. <laughs> Uh, no, it's the ghost normal type that the... looks like it's dipped in blood lightly. Oh, the, yes, the, the ghost. video for Come On Eileen, Louisa. <sighs> oh, so many overalls. Can that be, is that going to be one All of the jerk-off rooms? What? Hmm? What? what? Come On Eileen. Uh-huh. 
guaranteed 110% that is the name of a thousand porno movies, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. I will not look that up. Yes. Of course not. I'm going to say yes. A thousand and one porno nights. Apparently in That could po- be a theme for a room. <laughs> Apparently in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, there's another movie playing on a TV, uh, uh-huh. and it says, there's a movie on TV, two men are dancing on a big piano keyboard. Better yep. get going. Yeah, that Excellent. one's weird, because that's not a coming-of-age movie about journeying away from home. It kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is, if you think about it in the mind and not, the body. Not in the way that, like, The Wizard of Oz and Stand By Me are. Well, oh. counterpoint, if you had told me before there's a Tom Hanks uh, in the Pokemon universe, I'd been like, yeah, of course there is. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's- his name is Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs> it's our world. We've just rarely seen parts outside of it, uh... Like, we've seen most of Japan mm, in the wait. Pokemon world. Wait. It's Tom Hanks' world, and we're just living in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> what do you... Hold on. Go ahead, challenge me on this. I dare you. <laughs> I don't understand what you're even trying to get at. You're saying that there are magic dragons in our world, and we just haven't noticed them. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that the only difference between the Pokemon and our Pokemon world and our world is the existence of Pokemon and all of the like repercussions of that, but like the real world locations and I guess mm-hmm. celebrities uh exist. Like Mew Mew is discovered in Guyana. Are you telling me that in a world where in Mew a world Mew exists uh Tom Hanks would still be a celebrity because that doesn't make sense. I mean, who me. else was who else was cast in Big if not Tom uh, Hanks? You two. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but he can't dance on a keyboard because mm. he floats. Hold on. What about what if Kangaskhan? Mm, and okay. at the beginning like of the movie, it. when it's a kid, it's the little purple one in the pouch, and mm-hmm. he gets big and becomes <laughs> the big brown monster one. Mm-hmm. Yes, this makes sense. <laughs> I think Kangaskhan is a female-only species. Is it? Huh. Okay, well, that's fine. They need to make a regional variant that's the male one that's got the big muscles. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying kangaroos with big muscles. I think the the little uh, pouch one, the little purple pouch one, should be the uh, should be the the male variant. What are you saying? Have it grow up. Are you up? saying it's a full grown one like those fish that where the males are tiny? No, I'm saying it's a baby version of the adult purple boy kangaskhan. <laughs> How does that work then in their evolutionary line? It when they grow work. up, do they None turn into females? Works. Or <laughs> no, it doesn't evolve into brown Kangaskhan. It just grows up into normal, normal size purple Kangaskhan. So okay, <laughs> instead of just them being a regional variant, now you're proposing that there are two new uh, <laughs> Kangaskhans. There's a an immature brown female one that we've never seen before yeah and a mature purple male one that we've never seen before I is mean, that what you're saying we yes we rarely see the like newborn pokemon like looking little like if you uh, if you hatch a kangaskhan out of an egg it just looks like an adult right away i'm saying the game mechanics don't support depictions of the children but the in the lore they must still pichu. exist oh you forgot about pichu mm, yeah mm-hmm. you promised you wouldn't yeah, I did promise that. <laughs> that's why. That's why you got that tattoo that says "Never Forget." Yep, with a picture of a burning flag. Yep, because to represent Pichu. With it's an American flag with a yellow stripe in it to represent Pichu. Yeah. 
what are we doing? Anything happening? from Pokemon now? Yeah, it's all I ever want to talk about uh, <laughs> or do. Oh, what starter are you going to use for the new one? I don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. I've yet already either. forgotten what they are. My, Hold on. my instinct is that uh, pepper gator. Yes, there's a duck with a hat. There's a hot pepper alligator. And there's just a and regular a normal cat. cat. Quadrupedal green cat. I do like this cat, and I it's expect it to grow up into some kind of carnival dancer, as we've talked about before, which would be great. Yeah. Oh man, the shiny Kangaskhan used to be purple like the baby. Aww. Boo. Now it's just like a lighter tan. You know, in Arceus, there's way more shinies than other games I've noticed anyway. I've been able to catch several. And looking stuff up online, people are furious that the um, haunter, the uh, shiny haunter, isn't white. It's just a slightly different purple because the Gigamax form, I think, maybe, or the Gigantamax form is white and everyone wants it to be white. And people are very invested in this thing that they wanted to have happen that did not happen. I like the idea of it just basically becoming a sheet ghost. Yeah. And it's rare. That's fun. That's what the people who are very angry about this are saying online. That's especially weird because Haunter, Haunter's shiny form just has a blue tongue. That's the well, only... I'm thinking of Gengar. Oh, Gengar. Okay. Yeah, the, the most advanced version. But if yeah. you look at the shiny of Gengar, you can barely tell it's different. And it's that does suck. Yeah, it's one of the ones that kind of sucks. Uh... <laughs> Oh yeah, I think the shiny of like Mega Gengar or something. Yeah, the shiny of Mega Gengar is white. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which but people are mad that it's cool. not white in its regular form. Yeah, this hot pepper gator is very cute. It is I'm very cute. Go with him, uh, even though I do like this cat. Also, I mean, I think I'm gonna need to see their evolved forms because yeah, uh, I don't want to do the thing where I pick one that's very cute as a starter and then it gets so fucked up when it grows up that it disgusts me no i like that i want it to be really bad and stupid looking like the aforementioned incineroar yeah no i love that guy it up (laughs) yeah i know you do because you love monstrous things oh it's pocket monsters (laughs) matt speaking of uh cool but creepy evolutions that look too human um what is the most evolved form of rowlet decidueye yeah. Yes. So Decidueye in the traditional game looks like Robin Hood. It's got feathers that make it look like it has that little cap and it has like a cape. Like, like a bow and arrow yeah. with its wings. Yeah. But the special form in Arceus is still an archer, but it is a Japanese traditional archer rather yeah. than like a European one. And it looks very cool. It has like the straw hat that's round and kind of comes down over its eyes. It has a short little cape. I love it. Yeah. That's fun. And he's yeah. a, uh, he's a, what is it? A fighting type now. Yes. So that was very cool. Yeah. I, even, though, even though it's too human. Yeah. I, I think uh, it was, it reminds me of a, what is that, that type of like a bantam chicken or something that has the big, long, fluffy legs. Oh, right. Yes. The, yeah. The legs that uh, go, <laughs> the legs that go all the way up <laughs> and then it's got a weird little body on top. Yes. Brahmin, <laughs> Brahmin chicken, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I yeah, that's the one. Right, the yeah. Brahma chicken is the big, long, fluffy legs. Yeah. Now I'm looking at people's guesses of what the evolved forms of these uh, <laughs> Pokemon are going to be, and it's great. I do love that. I like Salsaligator. <laughs> yes. I I get that uh, all advertised at me on Instagram anytime I 
quick search and it just shows you a bunch of stuff without like the search bars at the top but boy you gotta resist the temptation of being like what the hell is this drawing of a <laughs> pokemon i love that pokemon are so simply drawn which i discovered when i was drawing some of my own and uh, like i really appreciate that i do the fact that people can just make fakes and put them out there i kind of love that because you yeah. never know which one's real oh, yeah it used good. to be that the the fakes looked terrible like mm-hmm. fakes, fake uh, leaks twenty years ago in Pokemon, awful. People did yeah. not do a good job, but now they look fantastic. Yep, I love that. I, this person is suspecting <laughs> that uh, Quaxley's evolution tree will be pirate themed, and the second oh, yes. ver- version is Duckaneer, <laughs> and that's a fucking great name. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. That is the only drawback to the fan-made stuff. Sometimes it's so good that the real mm. thing is a letdown. Yeah. <laughs> yes, agreed. <sighs> oh, Pokemon. Although somebody is is uh, suggesting that this cat evolution will be, like, gunslinger-themed, and they <laughs> said uh, the name Desperado, and that sucks and is bad. No, I, I like that. I feel like it should be more like a, um... Cavalier type of character. I mean, Cavalier's too French, but that sort Cat-valier. of Cavalier. Like a Zorro? Like a Zorro type? Yes, although Zorro's a Mexican legend, isn't it? Rather than a specifically Spanish one. And Kiss yes, is an American band. I mean, the character <laughs> Zorro, is, isn't he supposed to be like a Spanish nobility person? Who, like... I don't remember. You're right, there is connection to actual Spain in that yeah. story, but I don't remember how. Uh, there is already a Zorro Pokemon. There's that fox that has a, a little domino mask on. No, we already discussed that that's Dick Turpin. But yeah. Zorro means fox. <sighs> yeah. And then there's also <laughs> Zorro Arc. Yeah, there you go. You can have that one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we can't talk about Pokemon anymore. <laughs> can we talk about Zoro a little bit? <laughs> sure. I really liked um, the Antonio Banderas Zoro movie that came out in the '90s. I thought that was genuinely a good movie. Yeah, there, I don't hate it. Were there two of those? I don't know. I think there might have um, been two of those, like maybe ten years apart or something. Right, but I only saw the first one. No, was great. That movie, one of the premises in that movie is that Anthony Hopkins was Zorro before and mm-hmm. everyone just forgot about it and now yeah. he's teaching Antonio Banderas to be Zorro. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, that's kind of how stories of the uh, era it was written went though, isn't it? Yeah, all so those just pre- like, I'm going to find this great trainer to train me and then I'm the secret. Like, oh yeah, he was the Zorro from back when Zorro was a radio show or whatever <laughs> all of the uh all of the like pulpy pre-superhero superheroes were legacy like oh uh, yeah some other guy used to be the phantom and now i'm the fan and so by some other guy i mean my dad yeah that, or your yes. love interest dad and then that brings you and your love interest closer together mm-hmm. now i've got to slam evil while in between slamming my love interest <laughs> <laughs> the daughter of the phantom who i am now <laughs> Oh That's no, right. I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think that it always begs the question of like, well, why do I give a shit about this Zoro then? I want to hear about the origins of Anthony Hopkins becoming Zoro, you know? Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, 1998, The Mask of Zoro. Anthony Hopkins plays Don Diego de la Vega, who is Zoro mm-hmm. in the fiction, and Antonio Banderas is the, like, takeover next Zoro. The sequel, mm-hmm. The Legend of Zoro, 2005. 
Not quite yeah. a full ten years later. That's fun. Was it still Antonio Banderas? <laughs> yes. Was it still and Catherine Zeta Jones? Yes. Huh. Weird. That's very weird. I wonder if that's any good. Probably not. No. I mean, it's How the is... same director and the same stars, so it should be like the same as the first one, which probably wasn't very good, mm. right? <laughs> it was medium good. Um, how has there not been a, a spin-off movie of The Princess Bride made about uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts? Does Disney own that property yet? I don't know. Certainly they will. I don't think it's a good idea. I think it would be very, very bad. I don't think they would understand what worked about the original. Yes, but they would still do it. <laughs> I mean, they would, but should they? I'm glad they haven't, I guess is what I'm saying. Ooh, unclear. It might be a 20th that... Century Fox movie. Disney might own it. I do find it to be... I find the Dread Pirate Roberts explanation to be the most confusing part of that movie. Like, part of it is that no one can actually agree on what he says when he is quoting the former Dread Pirate Roberts. Mm -hmm. Of, like, I'll most likely kill you in the morning seems to be the the prevailing theory. Which is not how people talk. Of course it is. I mean, he's, he's English, and it's an English way to talk about it. But it, like, a the fact that the way that Carrie Elwes delivers the line means that people aren't entirely sure to this day. Like, so many people have quoted it to me being like, "I'd most like to kill you in the morning," oh, yeah, which is no even worse. But even I'll most likely kill you in the morning. To say that every day is like robot speak even for british people who are already inclined to robot speak it's very bizarre i think you're taking it too literally because i take it to be that the the dread pirate roberts sounds a lot like a um the stereotype of the british general like world war one like a good job today lads get a good night's sleep most like kill you in the morning and that does make sense to me. And the fact that he's telling the story and he's saying that is just like, it was like this every morning, not that he said exactly that every morning. It totally makes sense to me. Yes, I suppose. Um, but then there's also, like, how long has this been going on, and how long do each does each Dread Pirate Roberts be the Dread Pirate Roberts? Yeah. Until he, finds, uh, until he finds a ward to pass on his knowledge to. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it depends on how long they can survive being a pirate, because that's a pretty dangerous job. Well, but the, no, 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 because if they died on the job, then the chain would be broken, and as Fleetwood Mac told us... <laughs> you can never oh, break the chain. True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they have to, They ha- like, they have to die before... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Jeff, could you edit the song, uh, uh, Break the Chain, into a uh, mashup... Uh, montage on youtube of the princess bride please uh Thank no because <laughs> the song is just titled the chain i Damn tricked it. you I couldn't remember the name of the song <laughs> and it threw off my whole joke yeah. have you seen that fan edit on youtube where it's that song it's the entire song but all the lyrics are spelled out in the title of fan fictions <laughs> uh, it's very funny and of course a million of them are our flag means death one of the uh one of the funniest, you know how sometimes you, well, sometimes, you know how often you see a commercial and it's got a, like, slower, sadder version of a song you recognize covered in yes. it? Yes. Uh, they did that with the chain for Gears of War 5. Ah, and then I, I was like, who no. is this covering the chain? And it was Evanescence. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> 
No, the funny. <laughs> I think the funniest possible option to be covering the chain by Fleetwood Mac in. It's definitely only there because there's a chainsaw at the end of your gun, right? Uh, uh, knows, is man. Evanescence, but you know, I not a bad like, cover. I do. Oh, Jeff, don't say that. <laughs> Evanescence is not that bad. That one song with the oh, rapping man. guy in it is oh, bad. Uh, no, when they don't have no, the rapping guy, no. not that bad. No, don't be this guy. That lady's good at singing. <laughs> um, uh, I do like the subgenre of this, though, of bands that were paid to do a fucked up version of their own song for a thing. Yes, like uh, the B-52s changing Love Shack to Glove Slap for that yes. one episode of The Simpsons. Uh, that was more like a weird, like, if Weird Al somehow managed to get the bands that did the original to perform his songs... <laughs> thing which would be Ooh. incredible he, uh, you know I've never thought about that till this second but I bet some of those bands do perform his versions in their shows oh man that would be good <laughs> I remember Don McLean when, saying when Weird Al dies his funeral has to be all oh, the bands no. doing the, his covers of their songs most of his biggest hits have, are of people who have already died yeah well yes but um, you know I would I would be fine with seeing um you know, Lord doing that song about tinfoil. I, uh, he does a style parody on his, Jesus, Mm -hmm. 2002 album Poodle Hat of Ben (sighs) Folds. I'm Uh, exhausted. Yeah, and Ben (laughs) Folds plays the piano on the track. So that's the closest I think we have officially. Mm. Ugh, I kind of don't like that. I don't like that he's in on it. Well, they're they're just, they're just friends. Weird Al has done backing vocals on Ben Fold's songs previously, like, Mm, where you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know that it was Weird Al unless you knew. No, thank you. What about if you just had uh, a celebrity roast of Weird Al hosted by Coolio and he starts by doing Amish Paradise? That would be pretty and cool. And he starts you by punching Weird Al in the face. You the one guy who hates Weird Al so much. Though. I know, that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> if he oh, hates man. Weird Al so much, why did he allow Weird Al to do a cover of his song? Yeah, that's a, that's the part that's unclear to me. Why did mm-hmm. he ever allow it? Oh, the... I I think the explanation is just that the like Weird Al didn't personally talk to someone about it. He just like his people were like, yeah, Coolio says it's fine because they yeah. talked to Coolio's people who were like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean that's probably true. I mean the reason that Coolio hates Weird Al is probably a large part to do with the fact that Amish Paradise is a way catchier version of the song. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember. Um, is, has Don McLean passed? I was going to say before he died, Don McLean would say in interviews he had to stop himself from doing Weird Al's version of American Pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. That's like a. T- that's maybe one of Weird Al's worst parody songs, too. That is, I think, one of the ones I'm most impressed by because he wrote it before that movie came out. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it, That's impressive to you, huh? Because it has a complete beat-for-beat, scene-by-scene uh, <laughs> synopsis of the movie. Yeah. I, I remember when that song charted enough to be played on the radio <sighs> quite often. Yeah. Oh, man. Dark times. That, yes. that's a, that was part of the Weird Al Renaissance, wasn't it? Like the, yes, it was. That album in 1999, it had like uh, a parody of One Week on it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. I remember, I think that the Weird Al Renaissance was with Bad Hair Day, where he did Amish Paradise, and um, what were the other ones he had on there? Oh, now I can't remember. 
He, that's the one where he did the alternative polka that was all the mm-hmm. like Beck songs st- and stuff set to accordion music. Oh yeah, I guess Bad Hair Day was Jagged only a couple. Pill. I thought it was way long ago, but it's only a couple years before Running with Scissors. Yeah, Running with Scissors, I felt like was a downswing for him. I think that <laughs> maybe was... because I I don't like it when it's specific cultural references. His parody is just the plot of Star Wars. That 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 feels commercialized to me i mean it was not even his first star wars parody i know that's part of the problem (laughs) but also like i don't know if he gets a kickback from the star wars people probably not but it feels like he could whereas like he's not gonna get money from eating from the concept of eating yeah uh i man i'm looking at the the set the set list the track list now from this album though and it's it's all bangers, front to back. Pretty Fly for a Rabbi, All About the Pediums, Grapefruit oh, Diet, we love it. These are all bad. <laughs> oh man, I want to see this movie about him though, but it's on yes. like Quibi or something, right? <laughs> like, I'll never find it. Oh, uh, we'll pirate Oh no, I mentioned his parody of One Week, I forgot that that was one of his ones that has aged poorly because of slurs that we didn't know were slurs back then. Oh Oops. no. Uh, it's, uh. yeah. Well, anyway. He's apologized for it. I think that uh, yes, yeah. I will use all of my privilege as the main type of guy that we like to have in society to say that he's fine now. Uh-huh. <laughs> he he is. He has proved himself to be one of the celebrities where if anyone says, did you hear this fucked up thing Weird Al did? I would immediately look into that more before believing them. Yeah, yes. he for the most and part will be like, time- I didn't, I'm sorry, I was like foolish at the time. Yeah, oftentimes he'll be like, I did this because it was acceptable in society at the time, and that was wrong, and I'm glad we've moved past it, which is, like, the best you can expect from people, I think. No, I have no expectations from people. (laughs) That's why you'll never be disappointed. Yep. Unless I buy tickets to see Weird Al, and he has to cancel the concert because he got COVID. Oh, that's sad. (laughs) Well, it just happened in real life. Just happened in real life. No, he probably won't die. He'll never die. Yeah, he's got that um, crazy vegan diet, which makes him like super healthy in a like inhuman way. (laughs) It's beyond uh, what you think a person could be at his age. How old is he? He's in his 60s, I would like right? each of you to take a guess as to how old Weird Al Yankovic is. Okay, uh, when was UHF? Early 80s. He must, I'm gonna say he must at least have been 20-something by then. Ugh. Okay. I'm gonna say I think he is 62. Okay. I'm gonna say 65. He is, in fact... 62 years old. Oh, yes! Nice! nice Incredible! Right October 23rd, 1959. Birth date of Excellent. Weird... Alfred Matthew Weird Al Yankovic. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, he's got... He's on that... He was a vegan, I don't know if he still is, but he's on that plant-based diet that just makes you totally stop aging. Yeah. Every time I see him now, it makes me think about that joke from Arrested Development of the hair grafts eating Tobias's body. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Just because his hair keeps getting more and more like gigantic and luxurious. <laughs> and I'm wondering if uh... it's a portrait of Dorian Gray situation where the hair is keeping him alive. Mm. Remember in the 90s when he got a regular man style haircut and shaved his mustache? <laughs> we were all like, what the fuck? And he just what the fuck like is this? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't have the mustache anymore. I wouldn't say yeah. that his haircut is a regular man's haircut. Uh, in the 90s, that's what he got when he went from his long curls that everyone knew. He immediately jumped to, like, Lego man, standard man haircut, and it was very weird. I have to find this now. Weird Al short hair. Because <laughs> remember, his big uh, look change was from the, like... The poofy hair to the long hair. With poofy hair, he had the glasses and mustache. With long hair, he had neither. Yeah. Oh, man. I would love if he went back to the mustache. I think he would look good with a yeah, mustache. Yeah, time. Mustaches are back. It's time. Yeah. Maybe True. he can't grow it anymore because of his strict vegetarian diet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his a lot of people don't know th- drawn for the mustache. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but mustaches aren't vegan. Mm, it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Are we done? We're yeah, probably done. For sure, we're yeah, done. Yeah. We avoided talking about references for long enough. <laughs> we did so. make a lot of them, though. Oh. <laughs> Zing, bazinga. We didn't. We just referenced Pokemon mostly. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, and tell the tell the friends. Tell yeah. Ross and Phoebe and mm-hmm. Chandler and Monica and Joey. Mm-hmm. Especially but- Joey. <laughs> But not Rachel, I guess? But not Rachel. Okay, all right. Wow, she's Definitely. got that haircut to lean on. She's got a lot going on. I don't <laughs> want to bother her. Um, about the show, so that they will become fans, and every, where Matt LeBlanc goes, the, the culture follows. So, mm-hmm. um, If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, at HackTheNetPod, or you can message us on... Uh, you can join our Discord to talk to us directly by messaging us on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. I'm also online. Find it all at weaponizedlanguage.com. And you can talk to me online at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. I like how we all say online like it's a, mm. like a reference to something or like a code word. Surf the web. Mm-hmm. We, you can find us online if you know what we mean. Yeah, that's right. It's a drug. It's a new cyber drug. Oh, man. Could you create a drug called online? Because that would be fucking a great name for a drug. Could you yeah, create right. a drug so heavy even you couldn't lift it? <laughs> I'm imagining, how is there not a drug in the cyberpunk games that is called online? Yeah. It's so cyberpunk. I feel like William Gibson would write that down and then immediately, like, oh, God, I need to take a break. Throw that yeah, notebook he, away. He'd write it down and then be like, but how does this relate to hyper-intelligent dolphins? And then cross it out. <laughs> is that part of Is that part of Neuromancer? I don't know, but it's definitely part of that movie with Keanu Reeves in it that is... Johnny like, Mnemonic? Based. Yeah, mm. that one. The Matrix? Uh, yeah, that one's less based on Neuromancer. Ha, honestly, I think. I think that one's more based on Neuromancer than actual adaptations of it. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know that I agree with that. But anyway, is wait is the Matrix cyberpunk? I yes, feel like it's, obviously yes. I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. It's about a bunch of humans with computer parts in their brains that are fighting against the machine overlords. Maybe. I don't know. uh, It's set either in modern day normal reality or post apocalyptic disaster area. It's not like, oh, the corpos are uh, hacking our body stims or whatever. Yeah, I guess the the lack of corporations, but I think whenever they're in the modern day stuff, they're usually like very anti corporate. Like they're in an office building shooting a bunch of guns upside down. 
Yeah, but only because the office building is Hugo weaving, right? Is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, you're inside his body like Monstro. Yeah, <laughs> like an escape room. There's an escape room and in inside Hugo mm-hmm. weaving that mm-hmm. if you oh my god if you pay enough money you can jerk off in there. Oh no, I think this is the thing I'm into. <laughs> I didn't even All right, realize. the show is over <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Please come back next time. In the meantime, though, don't forget that you can fuck up on the internet in so many ways. I don't know if other people are going to be into it. You have to know how to horse.